Hey there, today I've got a quick story to share about a time that a church got their mission and their methods confused, and then what happened next. So if that sounds interesting to you, then you should stick around because the Church Helper podcast starts right now. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of the Church Helper podcast. Our mission at Church Helper is to help churches make every decision on purpose. My name is Mike, and I'm excited to help you in your church today. And if you've been listening to our podcast and enjoying it so far, I'd encourage you to subscribe and share it with somebody that you know so that they can get some help today too. And with that, Let's get into our story. Now, in a previous podcast, I talked about how to identify mission and method in every conversation. And if you missed that podcast, you should maybe consider going back and listening to it. I think it'll give you a little bit more context into the story that I'm gonna share with you today. So today's story is a real conversation that I had with a church, and it just shows how easily the lines between mission and method can blur. So I met with a church a few years back and I asked them many of the same questions that I presented in our previous podcast. We were going through different church areas and putting them into mission or method categories. And when I came to Sunday school, their message was clear to me. They believed their Sunday school was a mission of the church, not a method. And so as I do in these moments, I asked them to explain their answer. And almost as quickly as I could, we began a full conversation about the history of what was a wonderful Sunday school ministry. So they told me that the church used to have a jam-packed Sunday school where the teachers would teach the Word of God with passion and excitement. There were always creative and engaging activities, and often the leaders would even plan things outside of Sunday mornings for those kids. They told me that even as numbers dwindled in the past, their teachers continued to plan lessons every week, hoping that more children would arrive. These were exactly the kind of people that you would want leading a Sunday school ministry. They loved the kids and they had passion for them and for God and for the program. And near the end, one person turned to me and they said with a very firm conviction that they believed that the Sunday school was the backbone of their church. Now, I wasn't sure that they had explained to me why Sunday school was a mission, not a method, but I was really encouraged by their passion. So I decided to ask one more follow-up. I said, how many children do you have in your Sunday school now? And after a brief pause, one of them turned to me and said, none. Now, I was a little surprised because this was a group that had a huge passion for Sunday school and believed that it was essential but they admitted that it wasn't happening anymore. When is the last time you had children in your Sunday school, I asked. The answer was about six or seven years. Now, when they told me that, I had a little bit of sadness, right? Looking back now, I think there was two reasons that I was sad. First, I mean, I was sad for them, right? Here's a group of people who felt like they had something important to do, but it wasn't happening anymore. And it hadn't been happening for a long time. And the disappointment was on their faces and in their voices. They loved running Sunday school and they wished that they could just go back to how it used to be. And the second reason that I was sad was that this group of committed churchgoers couldn't see that they had become so focused on the method, on running that program, that they couldn't identify the mission anymore. They called the Sunday school the church's backbone, but they admitted 
but they hadn't done anything to fix it once it started to break. Because somewhere along the way they forgot that the church's mission wasn't to run a program. It was to teach people the good news of Jesus. And what was amazing was they assured me that they were still ready if any kids ever showed up. Each week, even seven years later, they had a lesson prepared and somebody who could teach it. But they also told me very clearly that they didn't think who attended their church had anything to do with them. Their role wasn't to seek new people to tell about Jesus or help draw in families. It was just to run that program. And these leaders, who had become so passionate about their method, had accidentally left the mission behind. They didn't do it on purpose. It wasn't intentional. It wasn't malicious. I'm not even sure that they know that it happened. And these were some of the kindest people that I'd ever met. They were so happy to welcome me in and excited to talk to me about their church. But their focus had slowly shifted from the why to the how. And at some point along the way, their methods became their mission. Now, I tell you this story not to make anybody feel bad, but to show you how losing focus on your mission happens to the best, most passionate, most committed church members. And that's why I believe every meeting, big or small, needs to start with a reminder of your church's mission. The only way to make sure that the mission never leaves your sight is to make sure we never take our eyes off it. We need to be intentional about making it a part of every conversation because it's always there, whether we're talking about it or not. If you enjoyed today's story, make sure you subscribe to the podcast or follow us on social media or sign up for our email list. And if you ever want to engage with us by asking questions, please feel free to reach out anytime because I'm always happy to help churches make every decision on purpose. And if there's somebody in your life that you think should hear this, but they're not really a podcaster, I've got you covered. Head over to our website, churchhelper.ca slash podcast for a printable transcript of today's episode. Thanks so much for spending some time with the Church Helper podcast today. I'll talk to you again really soon.